I have to tell the people about the Patreon. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash SMDB. SMDB, like so many damn books. For just a dollar, you can join up and you get access to all the exclusive content that I record just for the Patreon. Also, you get to join the book club. The So Many Damn Books book club. It's been some of the best conversations I've had about books. It really always sounds like a blast. I usually like come home and just hear like giggles coming from the library. So it's a great time. You should join. And I would love to have more people join the fray. You may or may not know that Christopher runs this whole show himself on the hosting side, on the technical side, everything. This is a one-man show, truly. He does it all. Support your boy Christopher. Even at the dollar level really helps. So uh, join up patreon.com slash smdb i'd love to have you patreon.com slash smdb on with the show Hello, champions. Commentariat. How's everybody doing? Uh, I'm Christopher. I'm Drew. And this is a special mini-sode for those Tournament of Books rooster diehards. Right? ESPN ate the Ocho. Is what? Is that a thing? Are you making a joke or is that like it's a, a joke? That's you ever see dodgeball? No. Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well anyway. So let's let's go down the let's go down the place. Let's go down what's gone on. Yeah, we're halfway through the first round. Yep. Uh but if we rewind all the way back to a week ago, the play in. Uh and the the idiot won the play in. Yep. Um which was uh, I mean the beginning of upset season, I guess. I feel like that's the one that maybe didn't feel like such an upset. I feel like it was sort of it was an even split the idiot versus Stephen Florida. Both books had their their fans, like two people it seems read Savage Theories, so. Well, I just feel like um, Stephen Florida gave Pabash's book, who will be on the show in a couple weeks here, um, or next week. Next week, yeah. Um, Gabe's book was like the little book that could, you know. Mm-hmm. Coffeehouse mm-hmm. Press is not a big press. Sure, 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 and, sure. And uh, them getting picked by Powell's and Dispensable, you know, just put it in a lot of hands. And so the idiot, though, I mean, Elif Bademan was already a, that was not a debut. You right. Know, she, it was her fiction debut, but. Right. She's a known quantity. She's a known quantity. Totally. So it was the beginning of upset season, I think. Um, I just liked what the judge said, turns so little into so much. I thought that was so true. I loved that book. And um, I'm excited there's a sequel. And those of you who haven't yet, it is a delightful conversation when we had Elif on the show. Yeah. We talk uh, Marcel Proust's. Oh, um, Yes. Uh, Swan's Way. Yeah. So, it's, um, so all those Proust heads out there. It's very springy, too. So yeah. as the weather starts to turn. I love a campus novel. I was so happy for a campus novel. I do love player. a campus novel. Anyway. All right. Upset season continued. Next In a day big way. With Fever Dream destroying Lincoln and the Bardo. Um, God, I loved that book. I love Lincoln so much. And I did not care for Fever Dream. Um I know that other people feel differently. It's funny. I felt very much like the judge. I really enjoyed both books, and I enjoyed them for different reasons. And were I to have to choose between the two of them, it, it was one of those matchups that really feels like it encapsulates the tournament for me. Where you're like, these two books are completely fucking different. 
and yet you have to choose one. Mm. And so, given the choice, what are you going to choose? And I, I, I don't know if I would have gone the same way. I feel like it, it, depending on the day, you know? Well, for me, it's just that Fever Dream was a failed experiment and Lincoln and the Bardo was a successful one. Mm. And so I would say Lincoln and the Bardo. It's interesting to see people uh, clapping back at Bardo a little bit and people being like, you know what? I don't know. Is it so good? Yeah. That was interesting. It's the same It's the same problem with um, with Jennifer Egan, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really feel like there's a funny like George Saunders and Jennifer Egan thing this year, but let's talk about that with Jennifer yeah, we'll Egan. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to Monday. Uh, but next thing was White Tears... White tears versus the idiot which was a personal upset for you yes i had white tears as my cinderella story right Um, and i just don't i don't see the zombieing like i think lincoln and the bardo would probably zombie yeah i feel like bardo is almost certainly gonna zombie i don't think white tears will which is a shame it's it's a really good book it's a weird book it is it is as the judge sort of pointed out it has its flaws would you compare it at all to the sellout um by paul Beatty? hmm it's not as satirical okay uh, I felt the, like I because I haven't read this at all. I just mm-hmm. know that there's satirical element to it. There are the the books are in the same universe. Let me put it that way. Mm. This is it's. I was genuinely surprised to find out that White Tears is just it's a straight up ghost story about blues musicians and white boys appropriating black music. Wow. Uh, I really liked it, and and I think the conversation was good. And frankly, I also I can't fault the judge. Um, the Ismail Muhammad really had some insightful things to say about the flaws in White Tears and why those were sort of the things that tipped him towards the idiot. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so the idiot continues on through two rounds. That it, the play-in coming so the play-in winner coming back so quickly. That yeah. was very surprising. Usually they save it for the last round of the uh the last round of the first round. I, yeah, I don't I don't understand the seeding process at all. So, <laughs> um, but we yeah, I get I'm, Nate Silver on the show. I'm happy to I'm happy to have the idiot uh, continuing on. It's one of the one of the five or six books I've actually read in the tournament. So the longer those books stay in, the better. Fair enough. And um, the the fever dream loss uh, made me think that Goodbye Vitamin is going to win, uh, just because I think I I don't know. But we'll, we'll we let's continue. We'll get on. to that. We'll get to that. So Monday. Monday was Manhattan Beach, Jennifer Egan's new novel, uh, which is, I guess, a straight-up historical novel. Straight-up historical it, novel. Versus uh, Dear Cyborgs by Eugene Lim, which we discussed on the show with the venerable Robin Sloan, mm-hmm. author of 24-Hour, Mr. Penumbra's 24-Hour Bookstore, and uh, Sourdough. Yeah, and Dear Cyborgs is anything but a straight-up historical novel. No, it's 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 none of, of those things. It's not straight-up. It's not really historical, it's, and it's barely a novel. Yeah, it's not really a novel, but that's cool. It I, is. It is. I love that. But like, the more I think about that book, the more I'm just like, what a weird, crazy thing that little book is. Well, I say this in the um in the episode where we discussed it, but um, you know, when you when you write an un- an untraditional book, mm-hmm. you're gonna get an untraditional response. Yep. And some people, you know, I compared, um, I compared it to Radiohead mm-hmm. in the comments. In that, like, a lot of people who don't listen to music a lot, they would probably not be into Radiohead because, like, Radiohead is all about experimenting with the with 
things and a lot of people turn to music for not experiments right and the same thing like people don't turn to a short novella even and think like ah yes i'll get i'll read about philosophical superheroes (laughs) doing karaoke and modern art yeah and uh you know and performance art right on the flip side i feel like it's that thing where the listener who's not expecting like goes in being like what's the big deal with this they might have their mind blown right and i feel like those for every dozen readers who go in and they're like what the hell was this that one who comes out of it and is like i want to find more things like this well another future guest of the show was the judge on that and that's ruth curry yeah and so um she's a big reader so it makes sense mm-hmm. to, you know she she works for emily books she's an editor she also still reads for fun as you'll find out when you listen to that episode yeah. future future listeners <laughs> um you'll you know, and so I really feel like that's that's a huge consideration. Like a lot of people, when they if they turned to Manhattan Beach and were looking for a great novel, mm-hmm. that's what they got. Apparently, I haven't read it. Um, it is it is it is a solid it's a solid novel. So this is what I was saying. This Damning is ex- with faint praise. Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's faint as praise on this. It's so funny. People it, are like, it's really good. I guess. I mean, <laughs> you know? it, it's that thing where you almost you get used to a high level of success from an author and like goon squad is just an astounding novel. Well, in the same way of sound Saunders, you yep. know, yeah, you get used to a certain level of excellence and then you kind of take it for granted like, a yeah. little bit. You're like, like Oh, well Sand- Saunders, of course it's good. Yeah. You know? And then it's just like, well, it's not easier. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not like once you're brilliant, you're always brilliant. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. You know, um, I could say some mean case. case <laughs> <studies>. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about whether or not Manhattan Beach will zombie. I wonder if because it it's a book that is lovable that nobody loves. I I do I really feel like no it was no one's favorite. Yeah. Like agreed. I just don't think that it has that legs in the same way that I do feel that that Lincoln and the Bardo has that and it has that crazy audiobook mm-hmm. element which I do think that people are, are would consider. Agreed. Okay, so finally, finally today, 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 yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Eddie versus Lucky Boy, end of Eddie versus Lucky Boy. I haven't read either of these. I haven't books. read either. This is the first time in a long time that I have not read either book in a matchup. Yeah, uh, and and what even one? End, uh, of, end Eddie. of Eddie. Yeah, it is. This is a, this is a year for the short book, with the exception of the idiot so far. I think all of the winners have been under 200 pages. Yep. I have nothing to say here. I don't either. I, if the end of Eddie wins again, you'll read it. I might pick it up. Um, I know Nosley really likes it. I just keep seeing when things fall by the wayside, and I wasn't going to read it. It really helps me out. I'm just like, ah, good. That's uh, to be honest. That's how I felt about Lucky Boy. I was like, oh, phew. <laughs> um, so what do you think? What do you think? The rest we have four more rounds. Seeing of the first round. Sing versus Book of Joan. Um, just, I just see. I mean. Sing and Buried Sing was the juggernaut of last year of just yeah. like no one no one didn't talk about that book. Um I haven't read it, but I just feel like it's gonna win. I have. I think I think it will certainly take Book of Joan. Um, if it if it doesn't, all we are truly in some sort of upside down world. You know, I, I didn't I read Salvage the Bones for a past tournament. Uh-huh. Um and I didn't I I really uh took issue with it for whatever reason i i really struggled to want to read it or and pick it up right um and so i don't think i'll read this one um but i I do think this one's more more in line with your taste but also why life's too short there's so many books there's so many books (laughs) 
so I think Sing mm. takes it. You think so too? I think so too. Uh, Pachinko versus So Much Blue. Um, it's strange. The commentariat seems very angry at Pachinko preemptively. In a way, and where the world seems Loves to it. love it. Loves it's it. one of those books that is just sort of everybody is like, yeah, Pachinko's great. Right. We'll see. I, I very much enjoyed it. I think it's a, it's a dense book. It's a difficult book to get into, and it does take up a lot of your reading time, no matter how fast of a reader you are. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I started So Much Blue, and I was like, you know, life's too short. Really? Yeah. I've, been, I've never read any Percival Everett, and I've been meaning to. I know John Warner was a big supporter of So Much Blue, but it just wasn't for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Percival Everett. Uh, has that like list of books that I keep looking at what he's written and I'm just like, Ooh, that's like some of it sounds really good. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a long body of work there. Someday. Yep. Uh, next up exit West versus the animators. <sighs> this, this is the kill your darlings one. Everybody seems to be like, I loved both books. Yeah. They're just like, I just want one to win and one will. This is, this is the goon squad versus Skippy dies of this year's tournament. I think I'm a hundred pages into the animators and I want it to win all the awards right now. So I really liked the animators. I really liked exit West, which surprised me. Exit West is the, the more topical book, which I think is going to give it the edge. Yeah, maybe it, it really depends on the judge. Um, like this always does, but particularly for this, um, it, it really is like, do I go with what the world thinks or do I just follow mm. my heart because this one caught me? Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I, I don't want to say anything because I want to talk to you about it once you've finished it. There's a, a sort of like throwaway at the end of the animators that I feel like for me, if I was judging that, I'd be like, I got to give it to Exit West. Interesting. I'm, um, I'm reading that weird version that I found on the street oh, yeah. with the post-it note annotations cool. by the author. And it's really fun. That's um, really cool. Some, you know, sometimes author int- we talk about author intention a lot on this show, and it's really interesting to actually have the author's intention, <laughs> like, <laughs> literally stuck on the page. Um, pretty cool little little. Yeah, that's neat thing. And lastly, but leastly, not leastly, goodbye vitamin versus Idaho. Goodbye vitamin. I hope. I, I lo- mean, I mean, also go back and listen to our delightful episode with rachel kong yeah uh she was awesome and that was a great book to talk about and um she also brought um why did i ever into our lives Mm -hmm. but yeah man i'm with you i'm i think goodbye vitamin takes it i i think it takes it and just starts trouncing i Um, think and i think it's a goodbye vitamin lincoln and the bardo final i yeah bardo zombies and you know whatever it comes up against really the only other one that i what is probably going to happen is whatever loses in Exit West versus Animators. That is probably the um, the upset for for Lincoln in the Bardo not zombieing. Like mm. Exit West would would zombie, I think, above Lincoln in the Bardo. Mm-hmm. People love that book, and I think the same thing with the Animators. Yeah, Animators has like the people, crowd support. People put these connections of uh, Marlena by Julie Benton, also former guest of the show, with the Animators, and mm. I totally see why you would connect these two books sure 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 like you're following the slightly more put together friend as (laughs) as in a friend in a in a very you know tight difficult friendship yeah anyway interesting tournament so far very interesting tournament so far um i have felt less connected to it which i think is healthy 
I feel like everybody maybe feels it's kind of nice to sit to sit back a little bit more. Right. There's a new there's a new crop. Yeah, I there was some somebody's comment where they were like, "Oh, I've never heard of Visit from the Goon Squad because <laughs> I'm in high school." <laughs> yeah, oh my god. And so this is the first Jennifer Egan I've ever heard of and I was just like, "You are so young." Yeah. How did I get to be an adult? I'm not an adult. I know. I know, me neither. We have a book podcast. I know. Playing with toys. <laughs> They're just microphones and garage band. We don't even know how you people listen to this. Yeah. These aren't plugged into anything. <laughs> Fans of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know what? Uh, give us a five star rating on iTunes. Yes, please. Share this with your friends. Uh, and, you know, we will be back with Gabe Habash talking Stephen Florida as well as. Um, the book that he brought for us to read. The um, Nice and the Good by Iris Murdoch. So if you want to just drop your tournament reading and go into the, that. Everybody needs a good like break from everything and English novel. The Nice and the Good is very fun. Yeah. So uh, get ready for that because we are going to be back. And we'll we'll do another one of these too. Yep. Another and uh, we'll see you in the comments. Yeah. See you there. Bye. Bye. <laughs>